0: Championship week. I'm recording in my car. I wasn't going to do this. Episode number 24, Hammer Time, brought to you by Kenny Betts. Solo Dolo episode here. Going to run straight through it. No breaks, no nothing. I don't even have anything really written down. The only thing I have is winners and losers uh, for championship week. I am just going to go straight into it. I'm not going to waste anybody's time today. If you have not been paying attention these last couple weeks, I am so, so sorry. Uh, it's on you though. I told you guys this was going to, we we're going to break out and just end up. I wanted to end up a hundred units, positive NFL and college football combined. It's looking like I'm going to end up a hundred units in each alone. So 200 total is where we're headed right now. Sounds crazy. Uh, but it's been a great year. I, uh, you know, the people that have supported and rode with me thus far this whole time, God bless. Thank you. You're ahead of the curve. And I will look back on this hopefully, uh, in a couple more years when things are really, really taken off in a different direction. I am in the top 10% of, I want to word this right so that thing is, is accurate. Got my podcast, my rap thing today from the year. Uh, Let's see, I am uh, top 25% most followed podcast, that's in the first season, and that's really only through whatever I said, 24 episodes, less than 500 minutes of content, and I'm in the top 25%, and um, in the top 10% of the most shared podcast, that's huge, so I'm really proud of myself for that. I don't think everybody really gets that, uh, how big it actually is. I wasn't lying about like the listeners and, uh, people subscribing. I, I still don't necessarily know that information, but to be in the top 10 most shared and, uh, to be in the top 25 most followed for only doing this for, you know, and doing it off my phone on a app that takes five seconds, to, you know, to do it. It's a, a lot of, success and progress that I've made in just 20-something episodes and really only 10 or 15 of them about college football. So thank you, guys. I do have to say that. I do have to say thank you, guys. I'm so thankful for the listeners. The texts that I get every week, they're coming in like crazy. The last couple of years, I would just kind of do this stuff on my own, and the people who knew that I was good would text me and thank me and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Now it's kind of coming in in all directions. There are actually people on Twitter, random people taking time out of their day to thank me for picks or for parlays. Uh, people that I, I don't even know who they are. Their alias accounts are, excuse some of these cars going by, I'm recording in the car here. But it's just been overwhelming support and I'm going to keep it going. There's going to be a lot of new stuff next year. Next year I'm going to get QR codes and give out a bunch of merch down at UC Um, probably not going to sell anything. We'll probably do more of like, a, um, a, uh, interactive platform where the people who interact with me the most and the people who give the best picks will be, uh, on the show or featured or get giveaways or something like that all the time. It's getting to a point now with the sponsor where it's like bringing in more than cents on the dollar. It's bringing in dollars. So, uh, a good number of dollars enough dollars where i could start to give away some things so that's all i'll say about that uh, very proud of myself very very thankful for the listeners now i am up this year year to date i think i'm up 52 units in college football and up something like 80 units in nfl so up 130 units i am now i've I hit my goal, so I'm going to go up. I'm going to 200 units this year is where I want to end up. Uh, I'm well on my way with five more weeks of the regular season left of the NFL. Championship week in college football, which is what we're going to talk about today. Again, I like to be ahead with this podcast. I know the picks on Twitter come out on Saturday or Friday or Saturday, whatever, um, for the respective college on Saturday and NFL on Sunday. But um, I am ahead of these people with my picks. I don't tail anybody when it comes to football. When it comes to soccer, hockey, or basketball, I'll, I'll admit. I'll be the first one to admit. I, uh, that's not my area, so I I have no issue uh, admitting or tailing people in those areas. And neither should you, really. That's what you're doing when you listen to the show and you tag along in the parlay. So nothing big there or overwhelming or glaring. Um, so... That's just where we are. That's where we stand. A quick five-minute update on kind of how things have gone and where we are. I'm without my partner in crime tonight, House of B. Last night was movie night, and he has a very big week, as do I. Um, Friday, he has a life-changing event, Uh, and I'm very excited for it. I'll be there with him, and we can maybe talk about that some other time. But, um, yeah, let's get into it. So, Friday, you have USC and um, Utah. Obviously, everything bounced Utah's way last time. Like, the whole game bounced Utah's way. Uh, and still, USC had a chance that last drive to make it interesting. They didn't quite get there for field goal. But, um you know, a one-point loss at Utah, dead teammate game, dead teammates game. Uh, they had a lot on the line and at home. This game is going to be on Friday night, and it's going to be without Utah star running back and it's going to be without you know, memory of dead teammates. I think they're still there, obviously, and it's tragic what happened to them. But uh, that's a lot of hype and emotion surrounding a huge game. And Caleb Williams has obviously looked significantly different than he did maybe earlier on in the season. To me, not really, but enough with other people's eyes where he's become a minus 2,000 Heisman betting favorite which I have been saying to you guys all frickin' year. Um, another weird circumstance before we actually, before we get too far, we will just hit this real quick. There is so much value right now on the other, the rest of the field, as far as the Heisman vote goes, that it'd be just kind of silly if you didn't put 0.1 units on it. Uh, because I know a lot of people were hesitant to bet that Caleb Williams with me when he was plus seven or plus 800. So now would be your chance to get value. That's what this is all about, right? Is finding value. Uh, there is a lot of value in Duggan and Stroud and, um, Corum, not as much anymore. Stetson, I think it's great. You know what he's doing there and, um, uh, you know, undefeated and good quarterback, great manager. Very easy to root for. Not the Heisman, but good value. Uh, And again, I have his value too from the beginning of the season. So I'm in a good place, and I have hedged it a little bit with Duggan. I have yet to do it with Stroud because I just don't think Ohio State's the real deal. Here's the kicker, though, when you talk about the playoff situation and what's going to happen or unfold this weekend. One of TCU or USC is going to lose, in my opinion. And I think it's going to be TCU. I think Kansas state was in a great position to beat them. They run the hell out of the football. Deuce Vaughn is a beast. Adrian Martinez doing his thing. Obviously they were on their third string quarterback last time they played TCU and they barely lost. Uh, should have won probably, or were in position to win for a majority of the game. And uh, TCU is a Cinderella story. Everything's gone well. I think they fall flat on their face. But, uh, I commend them though. They've had a hell of a season. They've been great to me betting on them. Uh, let's just take a quick glance here, kind of update some of these numbers. TCU, I'm six and zero on for oh, 7 to 17.5 units this year, so they've been awesome. South Carolina, I am eight and zero on for thirty point five units, so that's kind of where I am with some of those teams. Uh, South Carolina. Awesome. Uh, So TCU, though, I think this is the week that they kind of fall flat on their face. USC is rolling. Their offense looks outstanding. And uh, with the running back out in Las Vegas on a Friday, I'm going to go ahead and roll with USC. Uh, I think the money line is obviously the safe play, but the way that USC has been playing recently wouldn't shock me if they covered the three. Uh, on the reverse side, I take K-State points. I take K-State money line. And going down the list here, not a lot of people are going to like these. Uh, that's what they are. They're ugly, and that's kind of how it's been all year. And ugly is, is cutting the check right now. So LSU plus 17, uh, I really like that number in a bounce-back game there. Texas A&M, we talked about them a lot this year. What a sorry, sorry team they've uh uh, really not team a sorry season is the best way to put it they have the athletes and they have all the five stars I think Jimbo has kind of slacked off a little bit this year and he's relied on the talent then you see when they go in there and they play LSU play them tough LSU though maybe a bit of a look ahead they're gonna play Georgia hard and 17 as far too many points uh like I said, the end of the season a couple episodes ago, I said it's gonna get wild and I said there's gonna be some some teams in the top five that lose and what has happened exactly that. So I it's not the end of it either. Um there's gonna be something crazy here and we'll discuss. Uh I think Alabama or Ohio State has a phenomenal outside spot looking in to get into this 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 thing. And I think Vegas knows that too. Um, going down the list here, UCF plus four. I know it's hard to beat a team twice. Um, they beat Tulane by seven last time, and in, in Tulane, they play again down in New Orleans this weekend. UCF, as long as they roll with Plumlee, I think is the play here. Their defense is much better. They had a slip up against Navy, um, and really, I think they're the superior team. Their two losses aren't that bad, and I think their defense, when they come to play, is a really, really good AAC defense, really good 2 lane. Uh, the only issue is they can run the ball pretty effectively and the quarterback is pretty good. So we'll see. I think that four though, is the key. I think it, it keeps you within a field goal there at the end. Another grimy one, Purdue plus 17. I know people are going to hate this. Uh, Michigan looked so good last week, but not really until the, the second half, the first half they were down. And then, um, You know, you weren't really sure which direction that game was going to go. I think, again, the spoiler makers have kind of built this name off of them showing up in big-time spots. They have not been nearly as good the second half of the season, though. They really took a dive there after, like, week six or seven. And this is a great spot for them to kind of cover a spread that maybe they, they don't have any business covering. And what a comeback down to earth moment for Michigan here. Two wins in a row versus Ohio State. I don't know if anybody on this listening to this podcast could tell me the last time that that happened. I can't. So um, Michigan, I think here, just a little hangover, uh, a lot of emotions the last week or two, and obviously some weird stuff happening on that Purdue Iowa side of the uh, Big Ten. So Purdue gets a chance here to kind of come in and knock them off their block a little bit. I think that they. At least hang in there and keep this 17. Uh, Last one is UNC plus seven and a half with May. I think he is a good enough quarterback. And if Spencer Rattler could get it done, I'm not sure why UNC wouldn't be able to pull off this seven and a half. And also, what a weird way for Clemson to go out of the year if they lose to South Carolina and then North Carolina. I'm not saying take UNC Moneyline. I kind of am, but I'm not saying it. I think UNC covers a seven and a half, too much offense. Their defense is going to struggle to stop a bad Clemson offense, but UNC plus seven and a half week, 14 championship week. That's all I got. That's all underdogs, except for USC. I wouldn't expect anything less for a little drama and shake things up. And like I said, Alabama or Ohio state making their way in. I'm sorry. This episode is being recorded in the car. Can't really do anything about it, a shortened time this week, a couple, uh, a lot of things going on, so as we get closer to these holidays here, these episodes may be spaced out a little bit more. You are only going to get NFL after this week, um, outside of the, the college football playoff, but that's not going to be much, so uh, we'll move into the NFL and cover up the last four weeks of the regular season after this week, and continue on our path to plus 200 units thank you guys for listening as always hammer time out